morning. This is Mike Lodge. I am the business advisor, and it is a Friday. It's the end of the week. We have the job numbers out today. Kind of mediocre, not uh, very exciting. Um, the problem that I see is that we're not adding professional jobs. Those kind of are on a downward trend. But we see a lot in leisure. We see a lot in hospitality. But we don't see, and we also see some in healthcare. We see some uh, a little bit of rise in healthcare. My concern, though, is that we might be seeing some jobs expand a little bit, but we're also seeing jobs ex- uh, go down, and that's that is what is concerning. That it's just kind of a mediocre thing. The Federal Reserve wants to. Uh, slow down on the hiring because they feel it's growing inflation. Honestly, I don't know if the Federal Reserve even knows what they're doing at this moment. But let's see what happens over the case over the course of the next few months. But here's what I have a concern with: is that even though that we have a good, semi-good, mediocre jobs report, what we're seeing is that there's a reduction in man hours. In other words, you're not getting that full 40-hour a week anymore. If you look at, let me see if I can find it in this report, for non-farm jobs, um, the average work week for all employees on private non-farm payrolls was 34.5 hours, which kind of means that yeah, we're hiring people, but we're not hiring them all at full time. If you average everything out, yeah, it might get up to that 34.5 hours per week, but in actuality, it's probably a lot more because you've got a lot of people who are working in the leisure and the, uh, in the hospitality that don't get full-time gigs. And so we have a problem where, yeah, we might be adding a little bit more jobs, but they're not full-time jobs, not at all. So we're looking at about 34.0 hours if you look at even the the production and non-supervisory employees of private non-farm payrolls, it's it's you know it's like 34.0. And they're excited because it increased by 0.1. <laughs> so we have an issue where not only do we have this jobs report, but then we have to look at the layoffs that are happening. And I've talked about this so many times before, about all the companies who are laying off. And if you look at it, it's not not that good of, good of numbers. Companies are laying off all the time. Now, one good news is that... Uh, Amazon announced that they were going to hire like about 150,000 seasonal employees for the Christmas, which is November and December and a portion of January. So that's good. If you wanted part-time work, there you go. 150,000 positions open part-time for the Christmas season. Now, I've got a feeling because I don't think people are going to be buying all that much this Christmas season because they, they just can't afford it. So the 150000 might be an over-exaggeration of what they actually need. So as, as you can see, we have this issue. We have a, 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 a drop in, I mean, we have an increase in, in um, layoffs. 
And by the way, they don't they don't even look at layoffs in this report. So that's not even included in this number. It's just pure jobs that have been kind of created. I I, I tell you that they're saying that it's at 3.4%, the 3.5% unemployment rate, but I'm telling you, it's much higher than that. Because this report that they're putting out is not showing you everything. They're not showing you layoffs. They're not showing you uh, companies going out of business. They're not, they're not showing any of that. So if you were to look at this, at this, at this whole big picture of jobs, this 3.5% is probably more like 7%. We're probably at a 7% unemployment rate. If you were to take all of the adjustments of layoffs and everything else that is going on out there, and, and the slowdown of, of, of putting jobs together that's getting a full 40 hours, and we're down, you know, the hours have been cut back. That's what happens. I remember I was in France, and I, was ta- I went into a McDonald's because I was hungry and I had been walking all day, and I went in there, and it was probably about, I think it was like around uh, uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. There was no staff in there. You had to go up to this to this cubicle. You had to punch in. Oh, kiosk, I mean, you had to punch in what you wanted to order, and then it told you it was ready, and you went up and you picked it up. I said, why is it that you don't have that much staff? And they said, it's because during the non-lunch hour periods or dinner periods or breakfast periods, they let people go home. So employees were not getting the full hours that they used to get. And that's the same thing that's happening in the United States. They're looking at using manpower just a little bit differently where they are saying, okay, they are needed at this time but not at that time. So they can work these hours and then they can come back and they can go home, then they can come back at another hour and begin working more uh, during that time period. So people are not getting the full hours that they used to. And 40 hours, I think, is out of it. Now, there are a lot of people out there who work on a salary, and they're putting in more than 40 hours. They're putting weekends, they're putting everything, and that's all they get. They don't get paid for any extra time that they're putting into whatever work they're doing. But on the wages and salaries of these individuals, of this report, their their time that they're working has gone down. And it will continue to go down. Because we are in a recession. Now they say, uh, if you listen to the news, well, we're not really looking at this as a recession yet, but it could be. I'm telling you right now, we have been in a recession for the last three to four months. We have a problem, and that is that our inflation doesn't go down. It continues to grow. We were lucky to say gas prices were decreasing, but now we're unlucky to say gas prices are on the upward trend. Just here in South Carolina, we have gone up 29 cents within the last five days. That's a big jump. And it's going to start keep going up and up and up. Why? Because of OPEC. Now, the reason why we're in, tr- in this trouble with OPEC is because we had a president that when he took office, he started to eliminate all of the oil production needs of America. He just started deleting them. He started to 
erased some of the leases that were out there. He started to shut down pipelines. He started adding more red tape for for um, oil production sites to produce oil and to refine oil. We have shut down several refineries because it's just not cost-effective to keep them up and running under the current regulations of the Biden administration. So we have those issues. And who wants to put in billions of dollars if you have an anti-oil administration? So what do we do? Well, we're stuck here. So what he try, what he does, he tried to do, he tries to buy oil for Venezuela, which happens to be a dictator, which happens to be ruthless, who hates the United States, and he wants to do business with them. I don't get it. To me, it's just plain stupid. We can produce enough oil in the United States to cover us and also to cover some other nations. We could sell it and export it. But he doesn't want to do that. He wants to stay with his political thought that his electric vehicles are going to save the world. However, in this big plan and scheme of things, he's done nothing to improve the electric grid that they need to supply electricity to these electric cars. You saw in California this a few weeks ago where they said, please turn off your electric cars. Don't charge your cars at this time because we need it to run air conditioning. This is a state that is going to change the world by having everybody drive a $75,000 car. Oh my gosh, you know, we're living in some times where we have some very stupid people in leadership roles. I was really pissed this week because Biden was on, on off mic and, and they picked it up, though, with a really good mic. And Biden said, Nobody, nobody F's with, with Biden, with Joe Biden. Nobody F's with Joe Biden. After he was just F'd by OPEC, by China, by Russia, by Ukraine, by, let's face it, MAGA. He's been F'd by MAGA because his policies are so bad that it's just this devastating to the American economy. We can produce oil right now. But he doesn't want it. So I'm not mad at OPEC. I mean, OPEC has been called names by Joe Biden, and I'm sure that they don't like it. But what they really don't like is that we're still in negotiations with Iran, and they don't want Iran to be a player in the Middle East because of their bad habit of of uh, funding and supporting terrorist groups. Saudi Arabia and the in the Middle East and the in the uh, Arab Emirates feel that Iran is a risk, is a threat, but the United States under Joe Biden keeps negotiating, negotiating, and they say no, we're not going to talk anymore. Yes, we're going to talk. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Oh, we're going to walk away. Uh, it is such a messy situation that. The, when you have a president that does not know what he is doing, trying to do things in world affairs, but F's it up all the time. <laughs> that F word is going to be a very popular word with this president. Listen, you and I are living in times where we should be taking notes. 
so that we don't ever run into this again. But we should be taking notes on how not to lead. We should be taking very careful consideration on how we need to lead as individuals and as business leaders, as church leaders, as community leaders. We have to lead better because these politicians who have political agendas and don't have any care in the world with what is happening happening to the general public are dangerous. Those individuals who have this political agenda and they forget about what the needs are of the of the American people, they are dangerous. And that's where we are at the moment. So if there's anything that you should be doing, please take notes on really bad leadership and don't do it yourselves. Because see, when we have this vision, we also have to have a good look at how that vision is going to affect other people. And then we have to modify our vision and change it so that it doesn't affect other people so badly. When you just push a political agenda, you are going to make more destruction. Yes, you might have this grand idea of having everybody drive an electric vehicle, but there's a lot of work to be done before you get there, and you can't just shut off oil and gas. That's it for today. This is a Friday. I'll be back on Saturday. I might be here on Saturday. I might take the day off. But everybody remember, you are great people. You are Americans. You're strong. And you will survive whatever president that we have in office. We will survive it. Just have faith in each other. This is Mike Lodge. Let's listen to some jazz, okay? We need it. We'll talk with you soon. God bless. This is Mike Lodge, the business advisor.